we didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning, and you should not arrest us for arson. This is 20 Questions Tuesday, the podcast where one guy asks another guy 20 20 questions. questions. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Brunel Brutman. And this week, we are delighted to be joined by Mr. Richard Wentworth of Massachusetts. Can you really not say Massachusetts? Massachusetts. Leave me alone. I'm from flyover country. Rich is the producer, co-writer, and co-star of Hadron Gospel Hour, a sci-fi audio sitcom made in Boston. How is it going, dude? Oh, it's going well, guys. Thank you for having me, David and David. Yeah. Rich, can you explain for the listening audience what Hadron Gospel Hour is? Yeah, sure. It's uh, It's a... Uh, sci-fi comedy adventure audio podcast. It's uh, sort of like a um, cross between sort of a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, kind of idea and maybe a Hanna-Barbera 70s you know, sitcom adventure kind of situation. So, and, and sure. uh, we produce it uh, on a semi-regular basis. Right now we're kind of at a, a one a month, but we're trying to increase it. But it's, it's sort of, yeah, it's a serialized, uh, serialized sci-fi adventure about... Um, a bunch of folks who uh, kind of get caught in a sort of apocalyptic situation and need to uh, work together to repair the damage that they've caused to the multiverse. And uh, yeah, sure. So there's kind of there's kind of style parody elements in it too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pop culture satire heavy. One of the roles it fills for my, myself and Mike McQuilkin, who's the the co-producer, is uh, a way for us to. Uh, sort of get out all of the um, the pop culture stuff that's invaded our heads over the years, you know. So it's it's almost like an exorcism for like we all the stuff that's like just floating around in our brains, taking up valuable space. We're getting it out into this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the the Doctor Who setup, right? You've created a scenario in which whatever kind of story pops into your head, whatever particular thing you're interested in exploring. No matter where it is in time or space, you can slot it in, and it feels natural in the setting, right? Yeah, I mean, when when when, uh, when I was first coming up with the concept of uh, you know this uh, you know hadron rift and and you know all the multiverse and all the different permutations of how that would sort of uh, manifest, the the basic thought was how do we kind of engineer a situation where we have the the regular the regularly occurring sense that you get from a sitcom where you know or a workplace comedy or you know like something like cheers mm-hmm. where everybody's in the same spot all the time and you get to check in on these folks every week or so uh, and also have the flexibility to to go to strange places and to you know be able to write narratives that like you said support all of these different things that we want to do like if if I want to if I want to do a story about something I'm feeling I can do that and I can, it doesn't have to be wedged in in a stylistically unpleasant way because there's so much space for us to work in. Sure. And similarly with the pop culture stuff. I mean, we we can, you know, if we want to do, you know, Blade Runner, if we want to, you know, do something about Blade Runner, we go to a world that we can, you know, set up that allows yeah, us and to you comment. Just drop on that, that in yeah. and it's totally natural. Yeah, so it's really fun. I mean, it, it, it's, uh, we did a lot of heavy lifting, I think, up front to kind of try to figure out how that world would work and. And I think it's really paying off because we were able, like, it just, yeah, you feel that flexibility, or Mike and I feel that flexibility when we're when we're writing it, that we really can go anywhere. And, and it's, uh, it's actually kind of fun to be restrained with that and know that this is going to be an ongoing show. We can do a lot of stuff and, and you know, we can go a, a lot of places with it. We don't have to, like, sort of do everything 
right away. We'll come back to Hadron Gospel Hour at the bottom of the show. Uh, but Rich, what is going on in your life? How are you? What's up? Oh, let's see. Well, I um, I recently got a haircut. And awesome. uh, I... What kind of haircut? Well, I, I got... <laughs> We're going to dig into this. We need details. I got a, uh, a fairly uh, a close shorn uh, variety of haircut. I, uh, it, it, I part it uh, slightly to one side, a messy part. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I did bring it in a little bit closer on the sides. But the, the one thing that has separated this haircut from previous haircuts, and I guess it has less to do with the haircut itself than than with my facial hairs that I've actually left sideburns this time around. Are we talking I am like like fully long in favor of sideburns. Regency era they, sideburns no. like No, they are not. Okay. Um the the way that my and I don't know if either of you guys have this issue but my, the way that my sideburns like they they would blossom out towards my my nose too quickly for me to go too long with mm-hmm. them. So these are probably about <laughs> <laughs> Let's check the listenership right now. I think uh, I mean but, again, uh, again, Regency era. Yeah, I, you may have something there. Well, I think you know, you do the you you sort of have it go out too far towards your nose and then you cut it off. I've thought about that. At the bottom. Yeah, I I just don't um I I don't know. And then you go around wearing a an ascot. I would definitely do no, that. Wait, what what do they call the what do they call those tighter neck scars? A cravat? A cravat. A cravat. Yes. You know what it's called? It's called those are called friendly mutton chops when they come out a little bit too when they blossom towards your nose. Oh. Okay. Yeah. The friendly mutton chops. Well, I Friendly mutton chops. So So I'm imagining somewhere between Lemmy Kilmeister from Motorhead <laughs> or the lead singer of um what's the band that did in the summertime? Uh Mungo you know Jerry. Mungo Jerry. <laughs> I don't know that one. Which is, uh, coincidentally, I'm now going to have to pick a new subject for the 20 questions today. I, it was going to be Mungo Damn Jerry. It. Oh, okay. No, no. It wasn't. That is the creepiest <sighs> song. That is the fastest we've ever gotten it. In the summertime, when the living's a fire. Oh, okay. That's that one. Yeah. Okay. Now I know which one you mean. I have had, a drink, uh, have a drive, go out and see what you can find. No, Mungo Jerry. No, bad. Oh, yeah. Wrong. Here, let me continue reading you the lyrics, or I can just recite them because <laughs> they were burned into my mind. If her daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If her daddy is poor, just do what you feel. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I feel like I've heard that. I like, but this the song thing is, is horrendous. Yeah. It is horrendous. So maybe I don't want to get friendly mutton chops. Yeah, no. y- you may not want to be, air quotes, friendly in that way. No. I mean, I, I, to a certain extent, I do what I feel, but there are parameters. Sure, I mean, we are in a, we are in a, a cooperative society here, where there are we are civilized. We're God civilized. Damn it. Yes. Uh, so, so my, to get back to the sideburns, mine are probably yes. about like an inch and and a half, maybe. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good story, bro. <laughs> How about your haircut? My oh, my haircut. Tell us about your haircut. My haircut's fine. I wanted to tell you about this magnificent wood store that I went to with Brian the other day. Wait, a wood store? Yeah. That's not real. No, There's a, no such thing as a wood store. It was a, it's a lumber shop. It's a it's an exotic okay, lumber shop sounds better. Shop. So they have lumber shop sounds way more real. Yeah, well, it does. Uh, this place store. was magical. I picked up a picked up, I picked up like a two pound chunk of bloodwood. It's like two feet long. What the devil is bloodwood? It's this hardwood. Um, it sounds like a forest where you would get lost and eaten by a giant spider. Doesn't it just? It's this deep <laughs> red hardwood, um, and you use it for 
inlay on guitars, and I'm gonna um. make a cutting board with it. I'm gonna, I have these strips of maple, and I'm gonna interweave them, and it's gonna be really cool. Is it a that hard enough wood awesome. to, to cut on? Very it's much so. A, oh, yeah, good. it's it's real hard. It's not, I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's walnut hard, but no. it's certainly maple hard, and country strong. <laughs> <laughs> so we tried to go to this place twice. First, we tried to go me and Brian and Jillian, and we got there and it was closed. And we wanted to go to this other restaurant, and that was closed. We had to go to Des Plaines, Illinois, which is like half an hour outside of uh, Chicago. And the, and the little burger joint we wanted to go to was closed on Sundays. But we found this place called The Choo Choo, which is a little mm. little 50s-style diner. Oh. Uh, okay. All right, Dave, I'm about to press all of your, like, childhood buttons at once. Because you sit down at the, Probably. at the diner counter, and then you place your order, and your order comes out on a little electric train track. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. And the, and the waitress stops... The choo-choo right in front of you, and all the train cars have little baskets, like, nailed onto them, and that's where the food is, and then the the food comes off the train and in front of you. Are you allowed to live in this restaurant? Yes. <laughs> because I'm moving there. <laughs> I've told you how I used to, there was a grocery store near my childhood home, and I would, my mother would take me there when she had to get groceries, and I would make her every single time. I would make her stop by the uh, the photo counter because they had a little train mm-hmm. that ran along the top, uh, a little electric train that ran along the top of the uh, little kind of wall behind the counter. And I I had to go to that grocery store, and I had to make them run the train. Oh it magical. was super important now, to me. Now, Dave, I don't, I'm not sure if our listeners know the thing about you and the train hat and the conductor's hat. Oh, they probably don't. Okay, listeners, let me tell you a story about three-year-old Dave. Okay, so when I was a tiny child, I was obsessed with trains. And uh, this in this extended not just to playing with toy trains and watching Thomas the Tank Engine all the time, but to my dress. I had to wear, there was a period of time where I would only wear overalls and a train engineer's hat. Like one of those blue pinstripe rimmed kind of floppy hats Mm -hmm. that old timey train engineers wore. I wore that outfit every single day and I refused to take it off because I love trains so much. But there was a rule in my preschool that you couldn't wear hats in class. Because they were worried about gang insignias. Maybe. I don't know what the logic was. I think it was just like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they were worried about the kids from the wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> oh. Eh? The great Twain robbery. Eh? <laughs> so they had this rule that you could not wear hats in class. But I refused to take this hat off. So my mom had to go in and get a special dispensation from the principal of the preschool <laughs> to let me keep my dumb train engineer's hat on. Because there was just no getting me to take it off. So, Dave, I'm not sure if I've asked you this before. Are you related to Isambard Kingdom Brunel? Tragically, no. Oh, man. I wish I was. Legendary English train engineer Isambard Kingdom Brunel. Yes. I don't know. Yes. The... Also designed the uh, the Great Western, uh, one of the biggest steamships in the world at the time. Mark Twain wrote a book about it. I kind of think that I sent the, the Skype chat a picture. I kind of think he looks a little bit like you. If... If 
if if you were Martin Short playing Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a fairly accurate description. I just love that the like kind of file photo of him is him <laughs> in a top hat with a cigar in front of the largest coil of chains you have ever seen in your entire goddamn life. I mean, these links, these links are like the size of this man's torso. This whole this whole introductory conversation kind of constitutes a sort of drag masculinity. Have you noticed? We've just covered like beards, hardwoods, and trains. <laughs> In the most non-macho way possible. What do you guys have to say about sports? Not much. Uh, Rich, sports? They're, they're good. All right, we, we covered sports. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I was just I was just thinking about, did you read that Mallory Ortberg article about... Yes, about Camp Straight. Camp Straight. That's, that's what I was... That's exactly what I was going to bring okay, up, dude. Because that's what I was thinking about. Oh, we are approaching this kind of like camp heterosexuality by these three oh, intro oh, topics. Camp, camp as in... Uh, Campy, not uh, not yes, summer camp. Exactly. Right. Okay. Right. Camp like straight. A, camp straight. Could there yeah, be? So su- the... There must be such a thing, right? Okay. Let's get back on track. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> to the game. Yes. To, to the, the game. game. Dave, are you ready to play Twenty Questions Tuesday? Oh my goodness, I'm so ready to play Twenty Questions Tuesday. Rich, are you ready to play Twenty Questions Tuesday? I am ready. Yes. Awesome. Rich has come up with something. Real devious for us to figure out <laughs> this week. So we will both be guessing this time. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so before we get started, let's go over the rules. Rich, would you count us off? Yes. One. Rich will think of a thing. Two. David and I will ask only yes or no questions to narrow down the nature of the thing. Three. If we exceed 20 questions, the game and reality as we know it is over. No more than 20 questions are permitted. Four. If we correctly guess the thing in fewer than 20 questions, we win the game, and we all get to live for another week. Five. And in the lightning round, everybody gets knives. <laughs> David and David, are you ready? Yes. Yep. You may ask your first question. Is it pushing? It is not pushing. <laughs> is it alive? It is alive. Uh, is it an animal? It is an animal. A human? It is a human. You guys are good. Oh, thanks. We got some practice. Is it a human male? Uh, it can be for the... Uh, it doesn't matter. It for doesn't the purposes matter. Is of it this. a human who you could put in the male? Uh, yes. I mean, not legally, oh. no. So like... But... but uh, so it's a small human. Yes. That's a very creepy and roundabout way to figure <laughs> that out, Dave. Well done. Listen, I want to know if people can fit inside mailboxes. I applaud your terrifying utilitarianism. This is important information. <laughs> it's like those, um, you know, those baby drops. Like they have those orphan deposit boxes. Yes. <laughs> I don't think those are actually physical orphan deposit boxes. Yeah. I it's, think it's like a hospital like, and you can bring the baby to the hospital. There's like a chute in the wall so you don't have to fill out any paperwork and you just like open the thing, it pops open like a mailbox, and you put the baby in, and you're like, well, you're abandoned now, and then you close it, and you walk away. Yeah, it's a pneumatic tube, right? Thump. Yep, yeah. It's like a laundry chute. Yeah, you know, baby tubes. <laughs> but not those baby tubes. Is it a baby tube? Uh, you guys are, are very close already, which is interesting. 
Okay. Uh, it, Wait, seriously? Uh, I am completely serious. <laughs> does this concern this concerns pneumatic tubes? It does not con- concern pneumatic tubes. Oh, the fallopian tubes. It does not concern fallopian tubes. Uh, it, 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 it is not, there is no tube involved. However, Damn. there is an enclosure. A, a pipe? Not a pipe. A causeway? I'm trying to think of synonyms for tube. No, no. It does concern an infant human child? Yes. Okay. Correct. Does the Um, baby have powers? Damn it, that was my question. (laughs) (laughs) The baby does not have powers. However, the baby is doing something that babies don't really do. But Got it. But Hmm. if given the opportunity, might. Can this baby speak? This baby cannot speak. Is this a soup? It's not a super baby. It is not baby? a super baby. Uh, is the baby mobile? Is it old enough to like crawl or walk? The baby is not mobile. Let's see. Is it? Uh, is it in any sort of like baby containment unit, like a stroller or one of those walkie <laughs> things? Or yeah, you know your standard set swing. of VCUs. It, it is in a uh, baby containment a, unit. A yes. crib. Yes, correct. Okay. A crib? Uh, not a well. A pram? No, it is not. It is not mobile. A bassinet. Uh, it is in something approaching a bassinet. A crash. Uh, I don't know a crash. What is a crash? I should know a. I have two children. I should know a crash. I think crash might just be another word for daycare. I think oh. that, yeah, I think that's more of a nursery situation. Oh no. It, uh, yeah, it's a nursery. Well, okay. There are elements to where this this baby is that are reminiscent of a nursery scenario. Oh, is this baby on the planet Earth, Rich? Well, yes. <laughs> is it present-day Earth? Um, <laughs> uh, no, no. Mm. Is it the is it the future? Yes. Is it a post-apocalyptic future? Mm, maybe. Uh, is the apocalypse in this case <laughs> an alien invasion in which human beings are subjugated by another alien species? <laughs> no, and and I would say the. Yeah, no, the the apocalyptic quality we shouldn't we shouldn't think too much on that. I, I okay, I, yeah. It, so it is perhaps dystopian, but not necessarily apocalyptic. Absolutely, spot on. Mm. Here's what I'm imagining: is that deep in the bowels of the earth, like a human child is being cushioned on like a little fungal pillow mm. and being cared for by like a giant termite zerg queen. I like that. I, that's much more pleasant than than what what I'm thinking. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, Not no. much more pleasant. No, no. Listen, is is someone gonna eat this baby? <laughs> no one. No. Is the, the baby, baby is going not in to eat somebody? Uh, no, no, okay. no, no, no human. So this isn't this isn't like an adorable human farm in the bowels of the earth. No, it is not. Okay. Has the baby been grown rather than born? This is a this is a a, uh, a yeah this is a, a normally born baby. Would you would you describe this as a science fictiony scenario? Yes, I would. Okay. So and it's not. You said it wasn't on Earth per se. Uh, no, it, it is. It is on. It Earth. is. Yes. Yes. It's, it's just on the Earth planet Earth, well, but not if, on the if we, Earth's surface. No, it, it it is on Earth if we okay. if we uh, if we obey this dystopian future parameter, then it's on. Okay. Earth. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Let's see. Not, not Earth as we currently know it, I guess. Is is the baby in Cloud City or a Cloud City? No, the baby is definitely not in Cloud City or a Cloud. 
<laughs> a cloud city. Well, because if if it were cloud city specifically, then it would have to be you know a lobot. long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yes, so you'd have to right. have a cloud city, the generic form, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the Sears version for future. Yeah, of Sears. cloud city. Hey, you used to be able to buy a house from the Sears catalog. Could you really? I oh yeah, it. yeah. You could buy. Uh, you could legit in the like first half of the 20th century, possibly possibly a little earlier, you could buy a house. Oh yeah, is that the, uh, the, the no, not, that's not the bungalows, right? The um... No, like a full home. And you know, they had, uh, I, I don't know how prefab it was, but you could send away to the Sears catalog and they would like send some dudes out and build you a house. That's fantastic. And they had like little pictures, you know, like little engravings, like here's what your house looks like. Could order a gun from the Sears catalog. Some tough skins. You could order some pans from the Sears catalog. You could order a wife. <laughs> I think that's true too. Is it? No. Wife no. not available in all areas. Oh man, I knew I shouldn't have moved to this territory. <laughs> it's like when Wi-Fi isn't available, but different. Right. It depends on if the if the territory's been annexed. Okay, so is this baby in the baby <laughs> containment unit? Uh, I want to figure out what the baby is in. It's in yes. something that's sort of similar to a cradle, but mm -hmm. it's not. No. Is it like a playpen? Um, again, it has qualities of a playpen. Is it something that we currently have? No. Or is it future technology? It is future technology. Is it a force field playpen? It is not a force field playpen. Is this baby being used as a battery matrix style? No. No. This no. It's oh, no. Thank it is not. So this no. isn't like a. This isn't like an energy extraction pod. No. No. Is no. this a happy baby? Uh. Average baby. What is happiness? Actually, David? yes. This really? baby currently. This baby currently is very happy. Okay. Yep. Is the baby in virtual reality? Um, very close to that. Oh. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh. Um, is this baby hooked up to any machines at all? Yes. But the baby is not in the Matrix. Baby is not in the Matrix. Which I think is probably some sort of like spy code. Is the baby is this... in the Matrix? The baby is not in the Matrix. <laughs> right. Baby's in the Matrix. Move. Let's move. 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 Does this baby have a social media account? Yes. Is this baby uh -oh. the baby from the future parents sketch from Hadron Gospel Hour? Yeah, yes, yes, this baby is the uh, is the baby from the, the future parents sketch. Yeah, Uh-oh. Yep. So for uh, our listeners who have not listened to that. Yeah, David, would you describe it? Sure. So, so this infant is in um, like a baby carrier, sort of like a, I'm imagining somewhere between like an iPod and a car seat. Mm-hmm. Right, yep. and it's got all these these tubes and coils hooked up to it, and like sort of a milk feed and electrodes on its scalp, mm -hmm. uh, and all this monitoring equipment. That's right. Uh, and it's being pumped full of like baby drugs, and it's on some sort of baby version of Facebook. That's right. Okay. That's right. And it's watching cat videos. And its parents won't touch it because that's like culturally weird. Right. They have not touched it since it came out. And they get status updates from the baby. That's right. They do. Yeah, you, you've gotten it. You've gotten it. Oh, the whole it. thing. Yes. We did it. Yes. Oh, all right. The idea with the social media was was probably going to be my second part. 
but you you already remembered the uh, yeah you remembered the scenario. So I'm sorry. I apologize for listening to your thing. <laughs> so the thing, the thing you were thinking of was a future baby hooked up to a hypercrib. Uh, updating its Twitter feed with snarky wait, comments wait, about no, how much David, his parents suck. David, hmm. an Oculus crib. Oh. Ooh, that actually sounds pretty cool. It does. Yeah, I would. I would enjoy that. Yes. So the baby is hooked up to the Oculus crib and uh, watching cat videos. Yes. I shouldn't have said cat videos. I should have let you guess that part. Classic slip up. Damn. You can't give us. You Damn. can't give us any information. So it's, we'll it's, a, it's a futuristic, it. live-tweeting baby. Ah, but, but what kind of cat video? There's so many different kinds. A <sighs> keyboard cat video. Damn! What, was that it? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Damn! Victory! But what uh, model Victor of keyboard? Sweet. Oh, a uh, Casio 820. Damn! <laughs> well, uh, all right, I guess we got it. Yes! Congratulations, Davids. Thank you. You did it. We did. We did do it. <laughs> we, we could do it. We used teamwork <laughs> and inspirational montage music. Oh yeah, it would have been good if we'd had an inspirational montage in there. Well, you guys could certainly um, go back and um, you know have a moment where one of you can't do it, and then the other reassures the original that. That you can, and then the music can. And play. we realized that it was the power of friendship within us all along. Let's go back. We have we have that moment on file. Yeah. Okay. Let's rewind. You can do it. Oh, I'm so frustrated, Dave. This is such a difficult one. God damn it, David. <sighs> I'm looking at you in the face. Yeah. As you wear those short shorts and all those sweatbands. I am wearing several sweatbands. I told you to put on 15 sweatbands. You got two on your temple. head, like yeah. five going up each arm, a couple on your legs. I'm worried I'm going to split like one of those one of those watermelons with like 500 rubber bands on it. Damn it, David. I told you to put on those sweatbands for a reason. What reason? To win the match. You're right, Dave. I can do it. Sweatbands, yeah. <laughs> Freeze frame, high five. That was some good tape. Yeah. Good I, job, I feel guys. like we really inspired some kids today. All right. Hey, guys, let's go over to the scoratorium. All right. Let's Let do it. See how we did. Let's tabulate this. What did you do to the scoratorium, Rich? Uh, I... I, you know, when when you guys were uh, having a little trouble there, I, you know, I, it took it was taking you a while, so I sort of came in here and I didn't, you know, I was just tweaking a little bit, just trying mm -hmm. to get it running yeah, a little yeah. more smoothly, tightening some. Uh, it's not uh, smoking anymore, which yeah, yeah, no, I, I honestly, uh, I don't know about you, David. I thought that's just what it did, you know. I, no, I, I thought, thought it was, it was supposed, supposed to smoke. To smoke. I mean. It, we could but, uh, I, we could put it back to that setting if well, it's reassuring. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't have any chimney or any sort of steam or, or coal power. How so, do we know it's working? Uh, now that I think about it, it probably yeah. wasn't supposed to smoke. I think you may have fixed it. Oh, hey, all right. Well, happy to help. Yeah, thanks. Oh, no, wait, hold on. It printed something. Oh. This is just Paul Lynn's face on a tiki mug. Ah, good. Well, I actually, that's in the queue. Oh, that was just a test print? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to keep that nope. for my personal collection. Fine. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, here we go. All right, so what did we get, Rich? Well, you guys were explosive today, <laughs> and uh, and you got it within five, five guesses. Hot damn! Hot diggity shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm speechless. You you you've uh, taken away my ability to form words, thoughts. That sentences. is actually our villain superpower. It's, Welcome to the neuron. <laughs> it's impressive, but you did it. Guys, I feel like a champion. Yeah, you should. I feel like a double champion. That was a hard one. Only only folks who listen to the show could get that one. Well, I guess I guess we passed the loyalty test. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this was the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. There were two Thanks tests. Thanks for coming on the two show, games. man. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm so it was so much fun. Thanks so much for being on. Anything you'd like to plug, Rich? Yes, uh, we're doing the Hadron Gospel Hour show still, and we've got a couple new episodes coming out uh, within the next couple of weeks. We, we've uh, we got two in the in the can and more on the way. Right now, I think there's uh, 15 episodes up, and again, it's HadronGospelHour.com, or you can find us at iTunes at Hadron Gospel Hour. Right on. Yeah. Excellent. So everybody, go there immediately. Yay! Please. Or we'll find you. <laughs> and that's how you play 20, 20 Questions, Questions Tuesday. Tuesday If you like the show, please rate or review us on iTunes Just search for 20 Questions Tuesday on the iTunes store And leave us some stars For special bonus content and show notes You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com Slash 20 Questions Tuesday And follow us on Twitter at 20 Questions Tuesday And you can keep up with everything we do Over at 20QuestionsTuesday.com our theme song is Blood Meridian by Curlew, licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. The music you heard under the show this week was by Kirk Pearson, also licensed under a Creative Commons license. If you want us to use your music, message us on Facebook or Tumblr. Up next, stay tuned for an hour of ominous chanting, which will continue at full volume even after you've turned off this device and left your current location. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Brunel Brutman. Good night. Good night. And it goes on and on and on like that for like 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>